Hello, this is Dale Connolly from The Morning Show with our weekly podcast. This time, the election and its aftermath. Congressman Beachley checks in with an idea for honoring politicians, himself included. D. Marty Berry's advice for the old and the late. And the people from Spendy Popper have just the pill to promote the mending of post-election fences. We always assume positive intent. Stay with us. Joining us live from the halls of Wendell Wilkie High School, perennial sophomore, Bubby Spamden. Good morning, Bubby. Okay. Okay? No. I'll I'll bet your classmates are all abuzz about how the stock market rebounded yesterday, almost 900. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever pay attention to that, the stock market? Uh, No. Well, kind of. We can tell what the market's doing when we're reading in Mr. Blither's English class. And he's over the computer checking on his retirement money. Oh, is that yeah. he tells you to read, and then he goes and sits down. Yeah, and it's really hard to concentrate reading, you know, when he's saying, Ah! <laughs> or, You're kidding me! <laughs> and stuff like that. So Mr. Blithers is about to retire, then? Well, no, he's 27. Oh. And he, well, he's thinking about it, I guess. Yeah. Because of us. Or... Any other places uh, in your life where the financial tumult on Wall Street and Main Street touches you? Well, uh, people seem to really enjoy telling us how our generation will spend, you know, our entire lives paying for this binge that the baby boomers have had, you know. Uh That kind of weighs on my mind, you know, like a big heavy anvil dragging me down and makes me wonder, what's the point? Is that what you mean by touches my life? Well, yeah, I guess that would be that exactly, although I was thinking of something less depressing, perhaps. You know, like, uh, you know, mechanics, like the difficulty of getting a loan, for example. Uh, I really can't do that anyways. Well, that's I I understand the credit card companies are are pulling back now also and won't be sending out as many random solicitations. Really? Yeah. That's the only mail I get. Well, so you've received credit card offers as a high school sophomore? Well, yeah, but I I don't know how many exactly because my dad shreds them before I get home. Oh. He thinks I'll actually apply for them, you know, and get a pile of credit cards, which I would if I could, because, uh, you know, it'd be cool to have that plastic in my wallet. They come in all different colors with lots of fun designs on them. Do you know that? I, I, yeah, I'd heard. I, I could show them to my friends at school, you right, know. But, just... Right, but you don't have an income or much of an income, and you wouldn't be able to pay your bills if you had all those credit cards. Well, I wouldn't actually use them. Uh-huh. Well, unless I had to. You know, or somebody just dared me to, you know, yeah, yeah. or I wanted to impress someone. Yeah. But other than that, uh, you know, those types of emergencies, uh, I never, I would never use it, <laughs> yeah, really. Well, it sounds like you're not going to get the chance because uh, the credit card companies are going to be a lot more careful now and will even reduce credit limits that they've already extended to people, uh, and they may not offer credit cards anymore to pets and dead people. Oh, golly, gee. Things yeah. are just getting worse and worse. Well, I'm sorry to bring you the bad news, Hi, but that Gloria. seems to be the way. Th- hey, I heard you got a job at the supermarket. Bubby? Are hey, you? you're still doing that babysitting, right? Uh, Seem to have lost it. You know, Bubby? If you're, if you're looking Bubby. for some boy toy to help you burn through your money, I'm available. Bubby? What? Did you see him working here? I know, but what are you doing? You're Well, now that I don't, uh, or that I know I'm, I'm not going to get you know, any free money, you know, from credit card companies <laughs> thanks to you, uh-huh. I have to have some kind of economic life, don't I? Well, but what about studying hard and uh, completing your education and getting a job of your own and supporting yourself that way? What well, about- that's the same idea everybody else has for me, you know. Uh-huh. And I was thinking I'd try something, you know, creative. Maybe easier. Well, yeah, but you know, Bubby, you can't leech off other people your whole life. You do have to do some of it for yourself, you know, so. Uh, what? 
What are you talking? <laughs> I just heard ringing sounds. Uh-huh. Look, I got to go. Yeah, right. Hey, Gloria, wait up. Joining us from the halls of Wendell Wilkie High School, planning his economic life, the perennial sophomore, Bubby Spamden. Please welcome our living and loving correspondent. He is a man who is a bottomless well of wellness, B. Marty Berry. Yes, good morning to everybody. So let's get down to business. I have another appointment to get to after this one, and I don't want to be late. Oh, uh, what's the appointment? Sorry, I can't tell you. They're the client therapist privilege, of course. It would be unprofessional to discuss this case with you. Well, I I, I didn't know it was a therapy session. Of course, I I agree. I wouldn't want you to discuss the details with me because that would be wrong. But it is important that I be on time. Of course. Especially since the person I'm seeing, let's call him Andy, is looking for help dealing with his punctuality issues. Uh Well, you don't really need to go into He's always late. For everything, he's turning 40. Uh-huh. You think a grown-up could make it to things on time for crying out loud? It's not like he has to wait for someone to give him a ride. No, that's fine. Thanks. You don't but wait, have to there's no, there's more. Oh, yeah. Well, you really said too much already. It's so affecting it's... his friendships. Uh-huh. And he has three buddies. Let's, let's call them Bob, uh, Matt, and Jim. Uh-huh. Not their real names, though? Well, not in that order, anyway. Oh. Uh, the one I'm calling Bob might actually be Jim. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or Matt. I okay. All right. They've been frustrated with Andy about this for 20 years. Just imagine <laughs> that. Punctuality. But uh, you probably told us more than enough about Andy. Andy's three and guys who are Andy's friends, yeah. they're all turning 40 this year, too. Oh, they Do you are. realize how frustrating it is to get to be an old man and to look out at everything through your dried up, shriveling eyeballs, only to realize the really minimally effect you ever had on the world is, uh-huh. is just nothing. Uh-huh. I mean, you work in work, you can't change even the stupidest little thing. Uh-huh. Andy was late when he was 20, and he is late today at 40, uh-huh. and he will be late tomorrow. <laughs> These guys are in agony, Andy. Right. I, they I, thought they would make you know a difference here and there, but suffering through the same yeah. brutal nonsense and two decades ago. I mean, it's just infuriating. This, B. Marty, this, I, I know you're supposed to be somewhat distant as a therapist, but this sounds very personal to you. No, it's, it's, not, it's personal. not personal. No, I keep my personal feelings out of it. Uh-huh. This is therapy, right. Dale. Uh-huh. I'm Trying to help people. I, I That's you. why I had to stay professional oh. and show up on time right. for my appointment. Otherwise, my credibility is just shot. Yeah. How can I tell Andy anything about punctuality right. if I'm late to the meeting? I can't do that. Right. When is this timer going to ding? I got to get going. <laughs> oh, but you have to stay until it dings. Oh, for and, re- and remember, loud. but remember, it is Andy you're meeting. Right? Oh, so even boy, if yes. you are a little bit late, it's not like he's going to know because it's Andy. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, I mean, he, he's not going to be there unless he's still on daylight time because then he'd be an hour early. Come the, on, ding! So, but as long as we've still got you, B. Marty, um, why yep. don't you share with us the advice that you would give to Andy and his three friends about the pain of getting older? I don't have any advice for them. They're not paying me anything well, I here. I understand that. But oh, it's... oh, finally, at last. I gotta, I gotta don't go. You, yeah, right, Andrew, But don't you have anything for them? Anything? Uh, okay. Anything? Uh, uh, love your friends. Don't link your happiness to some expectation that they will magically change their ways. Accept them as they are. Gotta go. Okay. And what about that other thing about making a difference in the world? What do you say about that, B. Marty? What do you think?
Vote. Gotta go. Okay. Our living and loving correspondent. He is a he's a he's gone. He's a bottomless well of wellness. Be Marty Berry. This section of our show is uh, also brought to you by Spendy Popper, the drug company, makers of Perplex, a tiny pill that unwinds the tangle of intense emotions brought on by paying too much attention to politics. The election has made me sick. Everything about it gets me fearful, apprehensive. When a campaign ad comes on the TV, the little hairs on the back of my neck tingle. It's like it's like going to a horror movie every day for three months straight. For a lot of people, presidential election time is full of frightening stories and horrifying possibilities, and it doesn't come only from the TV. It's happening right where they live. I keep the door locked because I know they're out there. The campaign people. I found stuff on my doorknob. Their debris trails after them like slime behind a slug. They've been here. They've touched this handle. They they wanted to come in. They they might call at any moment. There. It's them. Hello? Hello? I know you're there. What do you want? They want you. They want your vote. And they're coming to get it. They're at the door. Yes, at least I locked it, but... Oh, no. They're pushing pamphlets through the, the mail slot. Tons of paper. It's going to raise my taxes. She's incompetent. She's a doddering old fool. No matter who wins, it's going to be a horrible catastrophe. I can't stand it. <laughs> I'm so frightened. There is a solution to election year what anxiety. Is it? It's Perplex from Spending Popper. Take one. What? Take one. Go ahead. Take it. Take it. Yes, one Perplex helps you put into perspective everything you're being told about everyone. You know, all those things uh, candidates said about their opponents, you know, I think, uh, well, uh, a lot of them were probably exaggeration. Yes, Perplex blocks your gullibility centers and strengthens your immunity to hyperbole. And it has anxiety suppressors to calm your jangling nerves. (laughs) If my favorites don't win, uh, I think the world might go on, huh? For a while, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yes, after November 4th, you'll have to find a way to unload a lot of fear that people have spent millions of dollars giving you over the past few months. I got rid of mine with one tiny pill. Perplex, when you have overindulged in political news, Perplex puts it all back in perspective and gives you a funny little laugh from Spendy Popper, <laughs> the drug company. This is the morning show on Minnesota Public Radio and the current in the Twin Cities for the 4th of November. Joining us on the line this election day, the congressman representing Minnesota's 9th district on the water surface area in the state, the Honorable Loomis Beachley. Yes, good morning, Daryl, and a happy election day to you. I hope you and everyone within sound of my voice and every man, woman, and child will go out and vote today. Just get out there and vote okay. because we need... Hang on a second. Okay. My advisors want to tell me something. Yeah, Hang on. Okay. Congressman Beachley's aides are always uh, close at hand in case he says something that needs clarification, so I think... 
okay. it's probably been something. Uh, what I meant to say is that everyone who is a legal voter uh -huh. or who is legally what uh, registered. Okay, all right. Everyone who is registered or is able to register legally today should go out and vote. No minors, no citizens of foreign countries, no beasts of the fields or birds of the air, okay. no outer space aliens, right. but everyone else definitely should go to their civic duty and do it. Uh -huh. And another thing, I think we should make election day. I think we should make it a holiday, a day when we celebrate our democracy and also get a day off work, which would just be very democratic uh, gesture because so many people would like another day off, I think. And I promise, yeah, I promise if I'm reelected as your representative in the 9th District, I will fight to make this day a holiday for all the... Uh, hang on a second. Okay. People are talking to me in my ear. All right. I think Congressman Beachley's advisors are probably going to... Uh, call him on his quite natural urge to politic here. It's it's thought to be poor form to carry on the campaign through election day. So let's see what they say okay. on this. I think okay, that's what I'm back. Were. Yes. Uh, I guess I'm not supposed to make any promises today. Okay. It's election day, and I need to turn down the intensity. Yeah. That's hard for me to do. I but know you it know, is. Yeah. An election day holiday is a good idea, and I think we could call it or should call it. Love a politician day because politicians are always being disparaged and put down. Another just a little moment here. I'm okay, sure I'm back. Yeah, I guess love is a problem for some politicians, <laughs> and some of their aides and constituents take them too seriously, mm -hmm. and then there's you know a scandal. Uh -huh. So maybe not love a politician day, but how about? Hug a politician. Hug a, poli hug a politician day. Uh -huh. Because in every election, the politicians are always saying how they're, you know, not politicians. And that's kind of self-hatred that I think is really sad. They shouldn't have to run away from themselves all the time because without politicians, we wouldn't have, what, politics. Yeah. And without politics, of course, right. but can, uh, hang on a second. Right. Hang on. Okay. They're back. And Congressman Beachley conferring with his aides once again. I'm going to guess that the, the hug a politician day is also a bit too much. Let's okay. See. I'm back to take back what I said about okay. calling election day. Hug a politician day because that really goes beyond the comfort level, I guess, that a lot of people have regarding personal space. So I apologize for that. Did you hear that? I, I apologize for that. Right. If by saying hug a politician, I created a disturbing image in your mind, I apologize for the way you misinterpreted that. But my point is still a good one. Uh -huh. We need to recognize that politicians are an important part of the process that gives us freedom. Uh -huh. Freedom. So how about if we make election day a holiday and right. call it uh, Don't Hate a Politician Day? What about that? <laughs> well, that's a kind of a... Kind of a backward way of looking at it, though, isn't it, Congressman Beachley? It kind of suggests that it's okay to hate politicians the rest of the time, but well, not on the one day that's don't hate a politician. I day. know, but it's the only idea I've had in the last ten minutes that hasn't been immediately slammed <laughs> down. Right. Uh, that's uh, that's a positive change, I think. Uh, so, you, so, so you're going to go with what you're able to get? Then is that what you're that's saying? That's the job description. Is it? Promise big. Fight hard, compromise with dignity, uh -huh. settle, declare victory. Okay. People don't appreciate how difficult that is, but it takes a toll on a person, I'll tell you that much. Uh -huh. Why, the last time I had to scale back on a promise I made, uh -huh. I, I, I... Oh, hang on. Oh, okay. okay, I'm back already. You <laughs> yes, and... I'm supposed to stop sounding so pitiful. Okay. So I guess we're done talking. All right, well, thanks for joining us, though, Congressman. Happy Don't Hate Politicians Day. Okay. And don't forget to vote. Representing all the water surface area in the state, the legendary 9th District, our friend, Congressman Loomis Beachley.
And that's this week's podcast. Thanks to Jim Ed Poole for the characters. All of the scripts were written by yours truly, Dale Connolly. Our broadcast producer is Mike Pangra, and our online producer is Michael Wells. The morning show is heard Monday through Friday, 5 to 9 a.m. on 89.3 The Current in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Most of our show is also on Minnesota Public Radio's region-wide network, and, of course, it's available worldwide through the Internet and our website, minnesotapublicradio.org. There will be another podcast for you in one week. See you then.